Welcome to His Voice Podcast. Here you'll learn and identify God's voice for yourself daily. You can expect episodes to be no longer than 30 minutes per episode and released on Mondays. Join me as I discuss my experiences of hearing God's voice and choosing Him on the daily. Hey guys, welcome back to my um, podcast. And today's topic is about delay is not denial. What do I mean by that? Um, Okay, so let me give you a quick recap of where I am right now. Um, So I technically walked early for graduation and I was um, technically my graduation is this summer. Um, but I had a delay for my graduation because I switched my major, which put me behind one class. And because it requires like a prerequisite, I had that one class to follow in the summer. Um, I had a choice of going to Italy. Um, I decided not to because I was planning on getting married in July and I ended up having another delay, which is my wedding. Um, So that has been delayed as well. And so it was two things in my life that has been put on pause and delayed. It was one, graduation, and it was two, um, getting married. And I thought these things were very interesting to be the top two things to be delayed in my life right now. Uh, What I heard God saying to me in this season as I started to see these things could not be really rushed. You can't rush these things. If you really want to learn, you got to take your time. And so I heard God say, wait, um, that was like the, the loudest, the loudest, but most subtle way, um, God spoke to me, um, through people, places, and things, and it was like, wait. And it was funny because it wasn't super loud that God spoke to me, where it's like, Let, you need to wait, Brittany. Like, you know, some type of bus hit me or anything for me to get the picture or the sign. But it was literally had to take, um, it had to take people I didn't expect to say wait. Um, cause majority was like, you're ready, you're fine, you know, for marriage. And then, um, even when it came from changing my majors, like that was something that people didn't understand. And I didn't even understand for myself, but, um, I knew that God was ordering my steps. And even now I know he's ordering my steps, but these two things has been delayed. And I think one of the reasons why, Um, I'm starting to see why there's a correlation and a pattern between the two is because um, I I, I sometimes go through life looking for a shortcut, looking for the fastest way to get somewhere, um, a way that can skip steps, be convenient. And God was like, no, 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 ma'am. This is going to actually take you to be to be uncomfortable. It will be an inconvenience at times. Um, And it's going to need your undivided attention in order for that to happen. I'm going to need you to be still and know that I'm God. And so I knew loud and clear that God was calling these things out in my life slowly. I didn't know it initially initially. 
I kept waiting on the Lord for another word, another sign. And God is like, I'm not giving you your next step until you obey this first step. And so the first step was to keep pushing, graduate with my uh, major as TCOM and don't give up. And just because it feels easy and convenient to just get a general diploma because you don't feel like it, put in the work, give it your all, do your part. And so I didn't go around it. Um, This is my last week actually of class. And so I'm completing my work and I think I'm in it off with an A. So I'm praying to God. I got the cum laude. Well, it's the um, magna cum laude, the second highest, I believe. I I will be like a percentage off if I didn't get it. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, Getting distracted here. But going back to my point. Um, school was delayed and I, there was no shortcuts around it. I needed to learn it. And honestly, I feel like this summer was the best I've ever learned <laughs> almost in my four years in college since, or actually since my freshman year of college. Cause I feel like my freshman year of college, when I took a math course, that was like the most I put into really taking my time, not trying to take shortcuts, and I was giving it my undivided attention and learning. This put me back into that place that I haven't been since freshman year, um, taking this five-week course to finish up this summer class um, in order to officially have my diploma. Now, when it comes to marriage, um there was little things that I started to see God piece together of, you need to wait. Um, it's not so much of, I have to be perfect before I become a wife or be a wife, but it was more so there were systems in my life that needed to be demolished before I enter into my marriage or it would create chaos because he comes with a system. I come with a system. And if we don't break these habits right now, what will happen is the early time of marriage, you you put in like 15 years of, of arguing, fussing or fighting or whatever. It may not have been exactly that, but I had a feeling it could have been somewhat that because there was some work that still did need to be undone before going to that next stage. And, um, yeah, it was, we were like as close as five weeks until actually going into marriage. And I, you know, me and my fiance just had the conversation. It was a hard conversation, but just to figure out, hey, are we both on the same page? And if not, um, it's okay to call it off because we would rather for us to both be ready than to have someone resentful or upset at the next person for not really wanting this. And so um, that delay was very personal for me um, because there was character that still needed to be developed as um, I I was growing into the next season. I felt like God exposed the areas where I needed to prepare the way for him or, or it was more so when I was single, I didn't necessarily prepare the way for him. I was just more so, okay, I'm single. I'm, I'm fasting, you know, I'm going to church, I'm serving, um, 
I'm remaining single, but it was like, or I'm asking God to change the desires of my heart. And that was just surface, honestly. Um, I'm starting to see that it was more than praying that this habit goes away, but it was more so what is praying about my heart posture, praying about my intimacy with God, praying about um, my faith to be increased and developed and and um, to be able to withstand the test of times. Like there was specific things that could have been drawn deeper in my singleness that I didn't necessarily take advantage of. And so God was exposing and screaming loud. I mean, it felt like it was louder the closer I got to the wedding day that it was like, God is like, are you still going to go on with this? Or are you going to do my will? Because there's the permissive will, but then there's all also God's perfect will. And so you can get into this thing prematurely and you will have a lot of years of having to unpack and undo when you could have taken the time and wait before the day to prepare yourself and for your partner to be prepared and that you guys are prepared for one another and um, graced for one another. So there was it was not like I was looking for perfection, but I also didn't re- necessarily receive the yes for sure. And I didn't feel the confidence of saying yes just yet because I needed to be developed a little bit more uh, with God. And so my response to God when he said wait was. It was a little bit rebellious. I would say a little bit stubborn um, attitude. I remember my granddad was actually one of the first people that said that around the time I got engaged. I didn't want to hear that Um, because sometimes I don't know with him. So like he can come from a good place sometimes and other times it's about his intentions. I don't know. And I remember that being like the first kind of seed being planted And I also having a friend saying, wait, before I got engaged. And so there was like small seeds being planted, but it was, I also know that it was from the Lord after I tested it in the spirit and saw things come to light um, during like these moments I had a fast. And so, yeah, I was upset at God to tell me, you mean I got to wait and like, why would you present the gift? in the first place to me, if you, if I knew I had to wait, what's the point? And so it was a hard pill to swallow for sure. Um, and I believe it is nothing but God inside of me to have the courage and the boldness to do something that is unfavorable in the eyes of others, but is so necessary with my walk with God and to be in of me becoming more healed and more whole and for even my partner too and thinking and considering of him um, as well in this process. And so I think God wants the best for us and and I'm I'm committed to making sure that I'm not stepping outside of his perfect will. Um So there's some scriptures that I want to lead us into because there may be somebody who's listening who is going through a delay right now. And it feels like God said no. And it may just be he just said not yet. 
Okay, so Psalms, uh, Psalm 27, verse 14, it says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. It says it twice, literally in the beginning, in the end, wait for the Lord. The strongest thing you can do and the most heartfelt thing you can do is to wait for the Lord. Waiting for his perfect timing, waiting for his perfect yes, waiting for his affirmation, like the most strong like the the strongest thing you can do is wait for the lord and it takes a lot of strength to do that not everyone can do that because we live in a world that want quick fast and easy convenient stuff and and things and people and it's like god when he's working something out sometimes it takes a lot more time than anything else and so it's okay that you have to wait it's okay. I'm in the same boat. We're not we're not in this like in separate things. It may look different the situation, but I'm in the waiting season too. Another scripture I wanted to point you guys at is Isaiah chapter 40 verse 30 through 31. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount on mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Wow. That is renewed strength. To be able to mount up with wings as eagles. And then they shall run and not be weary. So even when I'm running... I'm not weary. And even when I'm walking, I'm not faint. It is just enough. Some of y'all like me, I need to ask God to renew your strength and stop thinking that you can do all of this on your own. You cannot. You need the Holy Spirit to be able to renew your strength. The reason why I couldn't get to the yes is because I need renewed strength, okay? We cannot get there thinking that we can just fix ourselves up. No, we have a God who is able to renew our strength. So allow God to be your God and, and do the work that you cannot do. You can't. Um, again, we got to be waiting on the Lord. We can't be going far ahead of him, far behind him, but literally placed in the place in contentment too and with thanksgiving where he has us until he calls us to our next um i want to give an example about somebody um in the bible who god had um in a way, I want to say isolation, but he he was preparing this person in the Bible, which was Paul, and he was preparing him before he was able to say yes to the calling. See, a lot of times we have people saying yes to the calling and they were never prepared. They didn't have the word of God, nor did they have or maybe they had the passion but not the um word of the the intelligence in the word and the wisdom of God or maybe they have the wisdom and the 
uh, word of God, but they had lacked passion for sharing the gospel, like whatever it is, they weren't necessarily fully prepared. So they said yes prematurely, and now they got to go backwards and relearn some stuff. That may be somebody's story. It's okay if it is. <laughs> but I want to talk about Paul. Paul in the Bible, he was literally a good example of um, before he was converted into being a follower of Jesus and being a believer, he was once, you know, at first he was crucifying believers. And so God flipped the script and the Holy Spirit was able to do something new inside of Paul. Then Paul had to go um, I know sometimes we can read and then it looks like Paul just instantly jumped into his um, purpose, but he was he had to be prepared for his purpose before he fully authentically started sharing different things. He had to study and know and meditate on the word of God so that he know the word. And then as he learned and know these things, he was able to share them from a place of confidence and not insecurity. And so I think I love Paul. Paul is uh, one of my faves in the Bible outside of Jesus himself. Um, And then I want to talk about preparing the way for the Lord. Um, So as we're waiting for God and we're waiting in this season, this is the time we are able to serve serve in whatever way that God is calling you to serve, whether it's in ministry doing singing at the church, ushering, um, sharing the word of God on the streets to like homeless people, whatever that may look like, serve in this season and even serve yourself, show up for yourself, be able to feed the word of God, um, to yourself before teaching it. Um, but going to the third point, allow God to prepare you. I, I started to hear that God wanted to, in this time of, of having things delayed, I heard God sharing with me that he wants to prepare me more and I can choose to be prepared more, or I can go into it prematurely and maybe fail at something that I didn't even have to fail at. Um, so a scripture I want to Um, go to is in Mark and we can chapter one and I'm gonna read a few verses but it says the beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah the son of God as it is written in Isaiah the prophet I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way a voice of one calling in the wilderness prepare the way for the Lord make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. Um, Then I must skip down some verses to get to verse 8. Um, I baptize you with the water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And so I, I wanted to bring this scripture up because I think it's important that we understand what does preparing the way looks like for the Lord. Preparing the way for the Lord, as we look in this text, um, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, not outside the wilderness, but in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And so preparing the way for the Lord, John the Baptist was helping them prepare their way for the Lord by repenting before entering into a covenant with God. 
Um, and so they were able to confess, come forward with every sin they could think of, every guilt, every shame, and literally put it down at the altar and share it before Christ. And so in in my life, I think about preparing the way for the Lord, even in the next as I seek to be married and become a wife, is that I repent from the things that I did know and I was re- rebellious to and I was stubborn to. But even the things that I un- I didn't understand, I didn't quite know and I was disobedient. So per- and allowing myself to fall be apart before God and letting him know that God, I messed up. Here's some things that I was struggling with. Here's some things that I needed. Um, I needed your, your Holy spirit to transform inside of me because I cannot do it on my own. And even forgive me, God, for the fact that thinking that I can do it on my own and fix myself, I cannot. And so God is a God, like God is a God who, he will meet you where you are. And so he will allow um, allow you the space to fall apart so that he is able to make you whole and make you more healed. So that scripture, even at the last end of that, um, from Mark chapter one, verse eight, I baptize you with the water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And so John the Baptist, he was a, a vessel of God. He he can surely baptize you with the water, but what really does the work is not the works of men. But it was the fact he said, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That was the work of God. And so John the Baptist knew that he could not do the work of God. But what he can do is be a vessel for God. And so some of us, we're trying to do every part before we we go to our next. God is not asking for that. He's asking for a confession, confession, repentance, and he's asking you to be able to make a way for him to come into your heart. And so that's what it looks like for me as I prepare the way, allow myself to wait. When I'm waiting, I'm also serving the Lord and I'm also surrendering myself to God and submitting to his will because my life, I know it's not my own. And so I want to leave and close out on a prayer about waiting on the Lord. This is a prayer that I took time to write out because I wanted to allow my thoughts to not just be just random as I pray, but I I wanted to allow myself to be moved by the Holy Spirit as I was writing like, God, sh- what should I pray about? What should I pray about? Not just for myself, but for someone out there who's listening. And so if you can just prepare your way for the Lord right now. Right now, even being in confession. And repenting before the Lord. Whatever you need to do. Come before the Lord. As yourself. Withholding nothing. Leave it all right here and just bow your head and close your eyes father i am weary and so tired right now right now i feel the heaviness of my burdens overtaking me lord i confess to you that i've been carrying bags that you told me to let go years ago 
Lord, I'm sorry for everything I lay down and surrender before you that I have taken back to put on my shoulders to carry. Father, take your place in my heart. Open up my heart and soften it so it will be able to receive your word that brings comfort, peace, security, hope, joy, and so much more. I thank you, God, that I can trust you not just as a father, but as my friend. Strengthen my desire. Strengthen my desire inside of me, God. So I can know you more and fellowship with you more. Break off any distraction that is keeping me from living in your perfect peace. Lord, you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So even when my burdens feel so heavy and my emotions are everywhere, you are trustworthy father who stands by your promises. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being my comforter in the midst of my storms. I thank you for every storm that stirs me up in the spirit and allows our intimacy to increase. Abba, help my unbelief and remind me of your word. Lord, fill me up, not just for me, but so I can overflow to those connected to me. God, I pray for a heart of obedience. Take away my stubbornness at heart and my rebellious ways. Lord, I know your way is better. I bind every attack that seeks to kill, steal, or destroy the work you've done inside of me. Lord, I wait on you to renew my strength as I'm growing weary. I prepare the way for you to enter in my heart through quality time with you, through worship and praise, through fasting, through thanksgiving, God. I prepare the way for you to come into my heart, to re even through repentance, God. Lord, we thank you so much for being a God who cares. You said, be still and know that I am God. So God, right now we are waiting on you with expectation, with anticipation, knowing that you would do all that you said you would do and that we can trust you in this moment, even when it looks scary. Thank you for hearing my cry, God. Lord, I pray as we wait that we continue to seek you, that we'll be humble in spirit and come before you knowing that our life is not our own and that we need you. So we invite you into our situation right now, God. In Jesus' name, we love you, Father. I love you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope this was a blessing to someone who's listening, and I pray all is well. Bye.